Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Watch Time. I'm Bill Barona. And I'm Kathy Zip. And today we're going to talk about why video is important, why we called this podcast Watch Time, and some different ways that you can use video on different platforms today. Stick around. You're listening to Watch Time, supercharged video marketing tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional. With Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Hey everybody, it's Bill and Kathy from Cleveland here. Welcome to our first edition of our podcast. We're super excited. I'm Kathy Zip and I am the writer and producer here at Flex Media. We're a video production and marketing company, again, here in Cleveland. And let me introduce our lead videographer and owner and founder, Bill. Yeah, guys, I'm Bill Barona. I am the founder and videographer here at Flex Media. A nice, cold, Midwestern welcome to everybody listening. Hopefully they're in a warmer place than we are right now. I hope so. I can only dream right now. <laughs> I think there, there's snow falling as we speak. So There is. It's a beautiful thing about Cleveland, Ohio. The summers are great and the winters are cold. They are, but that's why we drink craft beer, right? Absolutely. <laughs> that will also have its place in this podcast series. Absolutely. Um, so I guess a little bit about Flex Media real quick is just... Um, we are a video marketing company located in Cleveland, Ohio. So we uh, deal with clients day in and day out and it kind of made us want to start this podcast and help a lot of listeners out just like you and try and give you some advice that you can just take out from this podcast and just start applying it to your social media videos, your website videos, and start making some money with it and reaching your audience. Absolutely. I mean, it's early in 2020 here. Things are always changing. We're constantly learning. So we thought we'd pass along some things that, you know, we're, we're learning and um, that are helping us grow to help our listeners too. So here we have watch time. Why are we called watch time, Bill? Well, that is a very interesting question. So we kind of landed on the name. For those of you that don't know, um, if you're not checking your analytics and social media, you should be and you will be after you listen to this podcast. But watch time is actually, according to Social Media Examiner, the definition is the total amount of time in aggregate that a viewer spends watching your videos or audience retention as it is probably called in YouTube. So basically, the whole thing with uh, watch time or um, audience retention is how long people are staying, sticking around to watch your videos. So we thought that'd be a perfect title for this podcast. That's ultimately the goal and what we're trying to do is create content that engages people and gets them to stick around and see what you have to say. Absolutely. You want to have people actually listen to your message after you're you know, putting it out there. So we will be sharing some tips to do that. And one thing that is really important is to understand that video has really changed, um, even from five years ago and beyond. So I know that Bill actually started his career in broadcasting. Um, I was a journalist, and I uh, was never in broadcasting, but I, I did learn about it while I was in school. So things have come along a long way since then. Oh yeah, it has been uh, it's been an interesting ride. I remember in 2005 when YouTube launched, and I think people were just watching cat videos. That was kind of the yeah. The big I just thing. I just saw something on Netflix about that. Actually, they have how that was something that actually unified everybody because um, even people, no matter what language you spoke, you know, you thought cats were cute, and everybody got it and it made them smile. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. It was it's funny because like I think back to that time, and I don't know how many of our listeners were actually maybe thinking the same thing or can even recall when it first happened. But I just remember being in awe because I go, 
YouTube has now given us the power to basically have our own, you know, basically television channel. And uh, I just thought to myself, like, this is going to be huge. One day there are going to be people on this and they're going to have their own TV station. They'll be able to broadcast whatever they want. We're not going to need the news. We're not going to need, you know, movies. There's going to be another outlet. And um, I think it was kind of a wild time and people were kind of all over the place on whether or not that would be true. And, you know, fast forward now, here we are 15 years later, and it is definitely that there are people that have jobs as video influencers. There are people that are making multiple videos that never could make videos before. So this is an exciting time. Absolutely. And and I think one way that I know has changed is, is going from delivering a message to a mass audience to really narrow casting, so to speak, your message, where you're really just trying to uh, make sure that your message is reading your your target audience, the people that you really want to know about your product or service. Yeah, and that's I think that's the key takeaway. That's the, the one thing that I, I think we really want to push with this podcast for everyone listening is understanding that broadcasting is still effective. It has its place, but narrow casting is very because of the analytics, it is very possible, and there are things that you can do to actually see who you're you're reaching. And with the cost of video declining from what it once was, I mean, it, just from the production standpoint, when I first started, um, broadcast cameras were probably anywhere from the range of um, twenty to you know fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Now there still are cameras out there in the video production world today that do cost that much, but you can get a really decent camera for maybe around, you know, $1,200, $1,500. I mean, you can get a camera cheaper than that that's not necessarily considered a professional camera. But even if you think about your cell phone, there are cell phones that shoot amazing video. So um, understanding that by checking these analytics and being able to narrow down your target market and having affordable solutions to shooting video, you're not in a situation where you necessarily have to hire a company all the time. And that's the big thing to everybody listening is understand that there are things that you can do. You don't have to hire a video production company. And we're going to have a lot of guests on the show. We're going to talk about a lot of topics. We're going to bring you things. And that's kind of what it's all centered around is how can you take this information and how can you improve your video marketing? The other thing that you know has kind of changed into consider off of that is you know where the video is living. So you know Bill mentioned the advent of YouTube. And then we saw social media platforms like Facebook, um, and you know, even Instagram and, and LinkedIn now, everybody is promoting video. It's a, it's a great time to be doing video on social media. Social media platforms want video. Um, they want to push that kind of content. And it's all about really optimizing your video for the platform. So that'll be something else that we touch on. But, but basically now everybody can have their own TV station, you know, with these different channels and platforms. And, you know, it, it's it's hard to cut through, I think, all, all the noise, but mm-hmm. that's something that we'll also talk about strategies um, and how to do that. Yeah, and I mean, if you really think about it, what's what's interesting to me is I, I love um, YouTube surfing. That's a big, like, it's just something I enjoy doing. I like to just sit on my couch and I have an Apple TV and I just kind of surf around YouTube. I watch my favorite YouTubers and I also like to see what's out there. And, you know, for 2020 to be able to sit down and say, you know, for example, say your hobby is toy collecting. I collect vintage toys to be able to have channels and not, not just one channel, like multiple channels and YouTubers and people that are out there that that's what they do. They collect vintage toys and they, they put it on their YouTube channel. And I just think that we're in such an amazing time that you can actually choose what you want to watch. I mean, no matter what it is, there's, there really is a channel for everybody. So right. when you're creating this content, you know, if, you're, if you want to be a YouTuber, if you have a company and 
you have content that you want to put out there. At the end of the day, like even if you think like nobody's going to watch this, with the way like niche audiences are going, there's so many different things that you can really do. Right, absolutely. I mean, I went from talk about, you know, going on a, a YouTube, you know, journey down a rabbit hole. I mean, I went from doing that with like Michael Jackson videos in college to buying a home and then, you know, learning how to fix my furnace and, and things that, you know, we'd never be able to do if we didn't have access to all that information. So um, lots of good uses for, for video. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think kind of segueing from there, one of the things we really want to talk about in this this podcast, and um, just because we kind of want it to be a little introduction, more so just introducing who we are and why we want to do this podcast, but we thought it would be great to talk about, you know, how you can use video and some of the different uh, platforms or just different uses in general. And, and one right off the bat that I, I feel like everyone probably knows, but there is a lot to be said about this and it's websites. Um, using video on your website is just absolutely amazing when you think about um, audience retention. We actually had a single page website as a video production company that had no videos on it. If you could imagine that when we first started, we had to get a page up there. Um, but we really watched our um, analytics and we really wanted to just kind of see what would happen you know, when we went to go change to our new web page. Our new web page has a video at the top there are videos towards the bottom where we have customer testimonials. And what was absolutely amazing to us was, if you're not familiar with this terminology, um, essentially it's bounce rate. And bounce rate is just a fancy term they use for websites, which is basically retention. How long are they spending on your page? And we were actually retaining people longer on our website, um, a lot longer, and getting them to click to other pages simply by putting video on the home page. So it's huge when you use it on a website. Right. And I think, you know, it depends on what's in the video, too. So one thing that I think is cool about the video that we did is we actually have our team, you know, Bill and I and some of our other team members in that video. And so, you know, when you visit our website, you actually get to hear from us directly, just like we were talking to you, you know, from across the table and deliver our message. And you can see who, you, who we are as human beings right off the bat. You know, that's something that you can't accomplish even with photos as well. So I think right away, you know, off the bat, we can engage with um, our visitors and, and say hi and um, you know they can really get a glimpse of who we are and what we do and why we do it think about that you know you technically with video on your website you have a salesperson that's on call 24 7 people consume content at different times and if you don't believe me next time you sit down to watch Netflix look at your Netflix habits and then go talk to your friend and ask them what theirs are I guarantee you they're going to be different there's times that I'm sitting there binging episode after episode and then I talk to somebody who they want it to be more traditional and they'll, they'll watch an episode today and maybe they'll wait till next week because they don't want to consume it all at once so having that available to people when they want it and when they need it that's huge. And taking that a step further and looking at it from even a social media perspective, it lives on social media, but it's not, you know, by going through the feed, it's not there all the time. But once again, by putting out social media content, say at 9 a.m. on a Monday, that content can be consumed in the morning. It could be consumed on people's lunch breaks. It can be consumed, you know, at home. There really is just so many different times. And social media and how you can use video on it. There are so many topics that we're going to touch on. I can tell you we've we've been putting polls out there and we'll continue to. So if you're not following us on Instagram, it's just uh, at FlexMediaCLE. Make sure to watch. We try to put polls on our um, story. We're going to try and put some on Twitter, I think, and some on Facebook as well. But we want to hear from you. So make sure you uh, give us what you want to hear about, especially around 
social media and video because that's been such a hot topic. Yeah, so you know, social media. I feel like you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was expected, you know, that that companies need to have websites, and now it's expected, you know, to have a social media channel. If your company is not using social media, you really should be. Um, like I said, social media platforms are gearing up so that they're actually going to be pushing video content. So you're missing out on a great opportunity to get some organic reach um, if you're not doing video. And YouTube is actually the second largest search engine. I mean, think about it. Like you Google something and think of how many videos pop up. It's so that's a great chance. You know, if, if you have video and your competitor doesn't, then even if somebody searches a term that brings up both of your companies, if you have video, you have a better chance of being recognized first on that page because the video is at the top of the page um, and you'll, you'll get more attention that way. Um, email is also a great way to use video. Yes, we, uh, we're going to have a couple episodes on email and um, we definitely use it quite frequently, video on email, and the response is absolutely amazing, especially when you're creating custom videos for those people using a service such as BombBomb or Wistia Soapbox. Um, one thing to think about, HubSpot actually put out a very interesting statistic on video and email. And that's a couple of years old now, but it actually still holds for today. And it's really that um, uh, the use of the word video in your email subject line actually was found to increase open rates by 19%, which actually is pretty huge. Um, open rates are pretty low to begin with. So the fact that you can get a 19% increase and then actually having video in the email, actually being able to see a, a video thumbnail increase the click-through rate by 65%. And um, if you think about it from a term, I guess from the, the point of sales, the thing that's interesting with that is if you're trying to target specific people by using video in your email, you've already been able to break down a barrier that you might not have been able to before. And that's, that's just in sales. There's other options, other things you can do with it and other options, but just thinking of it from that perspective is a big deal. And then rolling in from email, like one of the things you just want to really look at is like text messages as well. I mean. If you think about like taking videos and actually texting them out to people, we did some work for somebody who wanted to do a video business card and what they would do, and this was absolutely just brilliant when I heard the, the idea, is they would meet somebody and they'd still give them a business card. But then afterwards they'd say, you know, I'm going to send you my video business card or they would do that and they'd basically get this video where they say, hey, it was great meeting you tonight and, um, you know, this is my information, this is what I do, I'm looking forward to working with you in the future. Um, now, fast forward a step further from that. This person was actually just pre-recording this and sending it out, and then at the end, they had a graphic come up. But what's amazing is, and I think you can actually do this with BombBomb, is um, you can actually record that video custom. So you meet somebody at a networking event, you give them a business card, maybe you talked about, you know, whatever it may be, you guys had a common interest in mountain biking. Now you can use your phone, you can actually create a business card in BombBomb, you can have your graphics stored, I believe, and you can actually just take it and just, you know, when you get home later that night, you know, hey John, it was great talking to you today, really enjoyed talking about mountain biking, you know, can't wait to go back out and hit the trails, you got to let me know how your new bike, you know, XYZ worked out, but I'm really looking forward to working with you in the future, and uh, if you ever want to go mountain biking together, or if you ever have any questions, or, you know, feel free to reach out to me, and I'll do the same, and just reach out to you about that, and then here's my contact information, and now it's personal. How impressive is that too? Like how many people are doing that? What a chance to get ahead and, and really, you know, you get that in the text message, you're like, wow, like this person's, you know, really serious and, and, and impressive. So I think oh, that's yeah. really cool. 
Absolutely. And I mean, when you think about it in terms even, I guess, going kind of rewinding the email for a second, I'm thinking about a, we had a client that we actually just quoted a job for and I had sent them a video in an email and something we'll talk about video proposals. And uh, I, what I do is I like to go over the proposal. And, you know, a lot of times I'm sending it to somebody, they may not be the decision maker or, you know, they may have to, they may be the decision maker, but they have meetings, you know, they have a board and they have to go over it. So I just like to give them the video. So this way it eliminates questions right off the bat. And, um, they uh, saw the proposal and she actually emailed me back. She goes, got the proposal. I'm going to share it with uh, my boss and the rest of the team. And uh, I see that you put a video in here and she just said, clever, you know, and, and it really is like, you know, now, I mean, it was a 10 minute video and it broke down the proposal. And it's nice because a lot of times when people get a proposal, I know what they do because I do it when I get a, I get an estimate for my car. It's the first thing I do. I scroll down with the price. They want to see how much it costs. Yep. Yeah. And now with the video, maybe, you know, you might have scrolled down and seen my price and go, Oof, I don't know if I can afford that. But then, you know, I'm sorry, wait, we're in the Midwest. Oh, don't know if I can afford that. And so, <laughs> yep. you know, you scroll down and then they look at it and they might just rule it out. But by watching the video, it, when I break it down, then you start to understand, okay, so you have to charge me for this because we have to go to two locations. Okay, so we're going to get a strategy session. We have to sit down with you guys X number of times. Okay, I, that makes sense. Now you feel like you're getting a better value out of it. Yeah, what are you getting for your money? Yes. Another place uh, people are using video is streaming, uh, streaming platforms, live streaming. So, you know, say you're having a conference or an event and, you know, you want to share that with your audience that is out of state. Um, you know, that could be something that you could provide through, you know, an email link or on social media to, you know, just like Facebook Live is an example of that um, to help share that um, that content with a broader audience so that's something a lot of people are thinking about doing yeah and that's and that's really something when you think about live streaming you know what i find interesting is you can have that event and the fact that you can stream it with so many different people you don't actually have to be there you know depending on your business and what you do you know there might be opportunities where you have to whether it be a training or whether it be a seminar, have to get people to come to that or you have to put that out to so many of your clients. Well, now if, you're, if you can have it in one location and you have clients that maybe can't make it, but now you can sell additional seats, that's an opportunity. You're doing it one time, but you're being able to do it to four different audiences versus four different times, and you're making the same amount. So now that frees you up to be able to have more time to be able to go and take this presentation to other people, help other companies out. Uh, you might have more time to actually work on your business and, you know, instead of working in your business. So these are things that live streaming can, you know, can provide. And then just outside of the actual live stream, so actually having somebody help you do a live stream event, there's also live video. So being able to go live on Facebook and Instagram, you know, just looking at that and soon, soon LinkedIn, you know, certain people can, but soon LinkedIn as well. That's going to be huge because when you think about it, like you actually have an opportunity to interact with an audience. I think for me, live streaming kind of hit home when I was on Instagram and I was interacting with another business that wasn't in Ohio and they were shouting me out. You know, I, you know, they had something going on. Hey, tell me what this is or tell me what you think of this. And I, I was commenting, oh, this is awesome. You should look into this. And they saw my name. Hey, Flex Media, thanks. Like, that's that's amazing. That's great advice. You know, you should follow this person, you know. And I think for me, I was like, wow, what a way to interact. I'm talking to somebody on the other side of the country, and they're, they're shouting me out, you know, while they're live, and they're answering my questions. So 
that's another thing to consider outside of that. Sometimes it's just great to get the feedback. And if you, you have a product or a service that you can push out nationally or internationally, it's a great way to interact with your audience and get a chance to really understand who your followers are and what they want. Because you know, outside of getting an email, some people don't want to email. Some people would rather just watch your video and say, hey, love what you're doing, keep it going, you know, and that's encouraging for you. For sure. So one thing to consider too, that's outside of even some of the social and some of the, um, the online stuff and broadcast stuff is on-site videos. And we're going to kind of do a little bit of a topic on that. I feel like a lot more of the topics that people want to hear about are how to use marketing and sales videos. On-site videos help out your internal teams, and I would love to do a couple episodes on that. I think we'll do some polls to get a little bit more information, but just so the listeners know what on-site is, basically these are the videos you're using in-house, whether that be on training platforms or on your server. Um, a lot of times we've had clients that they want to train multiple people, but they don't want to train them at the same time because the hiring process is unpredictable. You might be able to hire two people off this hiring process. You may have to call for more applications. This is a great opportunity for you to create a video that you can share with all of your new hires and then you can onboard whenever you want. Yeah, and it creates consistency too because then you know that everybody's getting the same message. Whereas, you know, if it's just in person, people might be delivering instructions differently. Yeah, and I mean, that's why I think this would be a great topic to touch on. Um, if you are interested in learning more about this, please, please, please email us um, info at flexmedia. CLE, that's clelakecleveland.com. Uh, we'll definitely put that in our show notes. That way you guys can have the email available or message us through, you know, social media. We'd love to just hear if that's a topic that you're interested in. So far, we haven't had a lot of people reaching out about that, but it just might be that something they're not thinking about. Mm-hmm. So definitely do that. And I think that kind of wraps up a little bit of how you can use video today. There's a lot more that we can get into. We, we want to leave a lot of this content to be able to jump in and have stuff to talk about in the shows. Um, we are trying to make these relatively short. We want them to be around 20 to 30 minutes. Um, we might get some that are a little over 40 some minutes, but we kind of wanted to make it consumable. So if you're, you know, if you're commuting to work or if you're, you know, taking a short trip to the grocery store, you know, you're working out in the gym, this is something that you can easily listen to, enjoy, and you're also not looking at it. I know for me, when I look at podcasts and I see an hour and a half, I still want to listen to it, but I go, oh my gosh, how am I going to listen to an hour and a half? Yeah, I'm going to have to wait till I'm on a plane or something for that one. So yeah, we want it to be digestible, but you know, topics that that do warrant a, a more thorough discussion, we'll make sure to spend time on those as well. Yeah, and I think I think that's the the cool thing about this show, and I think uh, that's the cool thing about podcasting is we want we kind of don't have a restriction. We can kind of make the show longer, shorter, depending on what we want. And we also, you know, like I said, we want to hear from you. So if there's things that we you want to hear from us specifically, I'm sure it's going to revolve around video and social media because that's such a hot topic. Mm-hmm. But um, but we want to talk about those things, and we want to invite guests to the show, which. That's kind of something we wanted to touch on a little bit is we are going to have shows with guests. We, we do have one coming up for you where we sit down with um, Adam Correo from Correo Designs and uh, we talk a little bit more about video and how it works with the website. And um, our uh, actual like shows where we interview people, we wanted to take it a step further and be a little mid-class classy, as Kathy would say. <laughs> Middle-class classy. Yes. And... Um, we will uh, basically be kind of talking a little bit about um, craft beer, and we're going to drink some craft beer because we can't just talk about it. And we'll kind of shout out some of our favorite craft beers locally to Cleveland. So if you're a craft beer enthusiast, you might get an opportunity to hear something that you want to check out next time you're in town. 
Right. And if you are um, in a safe place, we encourage you to drink along with us and enjoy. Like I said, it's Cleveland and it's cold and it's kind of what we do in the winter. So that's kind of our first episode there. You know, we'll just kind of want to introduce ourselves. Um, If you think that some of the things we discussed and some of the topics that we plan on covering will be useful to you, please give us a a review, subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. And um, so you can stay updated on some of the different topics that you want to learn more about. Yeah, and the big thing is, like I said before, if we're going to put some information down in the show notes, so feel free to shoot us an email, info at flexmediacle.com, and uh, make sure you just jump on social media, message us, comment. We're going to be posting some uh, little posts about the show and some highlights, so if there's something that you know caught your attention, throw it in there as well, and we always check that stuff. But we're looking forward to putting out more of these and looking forward to really talking with some cool guests and really deep diving into, you know, all these different topics that you can take and um, just start changing your video marketing and start making better decisions. So until next time, guys, we're going to stay warm in the Midwest. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.